0: Welcome to another edition of the 2023 version of the 30-to-1 MLB Countdown Previews brought to you by the Passball Show and JohnPLA.com. Today we're talking about the Tampa Bay Rays, the team that has been in Major League Baseball since 1998, has made it to the World Series twice in 2008 and then again in 2020, losing both times to the Phillies and the Dodgers respectively. For those of you that haven't followed the team previews that I've done over the past 12 years, I take a look at all the over-unders for all 30 Major League teams, come up with my own projected win total, and then I rank them in order from 1 to 30. 1 being the highest, 30 being the least amount of wins, and then I start my previews in a descending order starting with the team I think is going to have the worst record. So the the Rays last year lost several players, including Jimon Choi Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, David Peralta, who they picked up at the trading deadline, catcher Mike Zanino, Corey Kluber, Brooks Raley, Ryan Yarbrough, Matt Whistler, J.P. Fyrensen, and J.T. Charzois. They brought in Zach Efflin on a surprising three-year deal. I think he does help them out, and I think he's probably a pitcher that is ready to, to come in his, into his prime. But I look at the Rays, and you got to love their starting pitching from last year. Shane McClanahan, Andrew Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs, were probably m- most underrated one through three in all Major League Baseball. They replaced Kluber with Eflin. I think if you get a maximum Eflin, he'll be up there with what you got from Kluber last year. Bottom middle rotation is going to be pretty interesting. Yanni Carinos, Luis Spatino. Um, Josh Fleming, all in all, the Rays have done a good job really running a four-man rotation with um, an opener, and it's worked for them over the past couple seasons. When it comes to their relief, Peter Fairbanks, if you give him a full season as the closer, I think you're going to see closer numbers. He's got the ability to strike out 100 batters in 60-something innings and is really a force to be reckoned with. Jason Adam was pretty solid for them last year. Jalen Beeks can kind of be a, a long reliever, short reliever, spot starter for them. Um, they got uh, uh, Pochet, who was pretty good for them last year. Not, not great. And a couple guys in on minor league deals, Kyle Crick and Ben Heller. I think they're worth taking a look at because if you look at what the Rays have done with relievers, they've taken a handful of of journeyman type of relievers and really gotten the most out of them. Turned them into really effective pitchers that get a lot more strikeouts than innings pitched and really serve the role that they're looking to do. Um, you look at Ryan Thompson. You look at Sean Armstrong and, and Colin Poche. I think they're examples of pitchers that are just kind of put into the right type of position. Brooks Raley with them last year. He was picked up, I'm not going to say off the scrap heap, because I think he was very valued by the Astros, but uh, you know he's traded to the Mets, and the Mets are looking like they got a really good middle reliever. I don't think the Rays pitching staff is going to be a big deal. I think it's going to be good. It's not going to really hold them back in any way. When it comes to their offense, I don't believe they have a lot of power. And it's not like they had big power hitters that they let walk away. They've taken pride in a brand of baseball that is a lot of contact, a lot of guys on base, pushing runners in, pushing runners over, and really not having a best player in the lineup. I mean, they have one star, and that's Randy Rosarena, who is on full display in a World Baseball Classic. Wanda Franco is, I think, a guy that has a chance to be a 30-30 guy as an everyday shortstop. He's just 21 years old. Um, outside of that, they they it's it's a bunch of you know, you know here here there, maybe guys they get from anywhere. Jose Siri they got from the Houston Astros last year. Um, Manuel Margot came over. You know was a one-time top prospect with the Red Soxes, stuck around with them a couple years. Harold Ramirez they got off the waiver wire. Um, Francisco Mejia one-time top prospect as a catcher. They're believing a ton in. Christian Betancourt was out of the major leagues for a couple seasons. Now, what the Rays do better than anybody else is they get the most out of these guys. There's a system in there that's working, that's getting the most out of these players. But a lineup that is something like Jose Siri, Franco Orozarena, Yandy Diaz, uh, Isaac Paredes, Harold Ramirez, Manuel Margot, Brandon Lau, Francisco Mejia... I don't know. That's not scaring a ton of people. And you look at the likes of the Yankees and the Blue Jays in the same division. Nelson every year, like clockwork, they go out there and they have almost 90 wins. And they're right in the mix when it comes to the playoffs, Making usually making a run in the playoffs. Like I said, only a couple of years ago, they were in the World Series. So this is a team that I don't think does it with mirrors. I think they do it with a great system but I'm having a hard time getting behind them and believing that the squad that's put together right now is any better than what we saw last year. That they won 86 games. They got the third wild card spot. Then you get further than that. Now That happens in baseball. You go out there, you win your 86 games, get to the playoffs. It's a good season. And anything is possible once you're in there. But I think they have kind of gotten this mentality that they don't need any of the players that they got. At some point, it's going to catch up with them. You know, if you look at the their top prospects, I think their most ready prospect is Taj Bradley, who's their number one overall prospect, a right hand pitcher, was their fifth round draft pick in twenty eighteen. He had a two fifty seven ERA, one hundred forty one strikeouts. I think if there's an injury or an opening, I think that they're going to give him a little bit of a crack at it. Curtis Mead, a third baseman and second baseman, was a twenty uh, last year, had a nine twenty two OPS in AA and AAA. Carson Williams, who was a first-round draft pick in twenty twenty-one, number twenty-eight overall, hit nineteen home runs in A-ball. Kyle Manzardo was the first baseman they took in a second round in twenty twenty-one, hit three twenty-seven with a one point zero four three OPS and twenty-two home runs over high A and double A. And Junior Caminero, an infielder just 19 years old, had 11 home runs in 63 games in Rookie League and A-Ball last year. So, you know, whether it's Bradley, maybe Meade, maybe Manzardo, um, I don't know if there's really too much on the farm that you're expecting to come up here and dominate. There's not a wonder Franco in the minor leagues ready to just come up and contribute. Now the question is going to be, if the Rays are doing what the Rays have been doing the last couple seasons, is their front office and ownership, do they have the balls to go out there and make that extra move and put them over the top? Or are they going to continue to try to turn a profit? Are they going to take a player on the end of a big contract and eat that money to make a run at a World Series championship? That's what I want to see. I want to see the raise if they're in the mix, to do what a winning team does. Go out there and add those extra chips without trying to play friggin' Monty Hall and make a deal. When it comes down to it, listen, I like the competition in the American League. I like the competition in the American League East. I think the Rays are going to be right there. Uh, I like them. I like the Orioles. I told you, the Rays and the, the Red Sox are going to determine how the rest of that division works out. I think the Red Sox are going to do good. I don't think that bodes well for the Rays. So when it comes down to it, I look at the Tampa Bay Rays, and if you're telling me to give a record for this coming year, I have them in last place. I have them with a 78-84 and 84 record. I have them hanging in there, beating the Yankees, beating the Blue Jays here and there, giving every team they play a hard time. But every year is not supposed to be their year. And I think they're going to take a step back. they got the 19th most wins in all Major League Baseball as I look into the future. About 30-to-1 MLB countdown previews for this year. If you're interested in any more of them, maybe if you're a race fan, you don't want to hear from me anymore, but if you'd like to hear any more, we got the rest of the 31 MLB countdown previews on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, of course, videos on YouTube. This is John Pielli, host of the Past Ball Show. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side. you not be really